0: hello sean hello everyone we're live we're good to go i hope
1: hello chris hello everyone welcome to this podcast does not have a name episode 8 november of november 10th 2021 how's yeah. it going chris
0: it's all right other than not knowing what day it is i went to know <laughs> if you didn't tell me i hate working nights <laughs> i never know what day it is or what time of day it is or well even that what year it is sometimes
1: i i don't blame you for that last one but that and we had the uh, daylight savings at least i was going to ask you about that at least we did over here i'm not sure if you guys did uh where you're living
0: we did i was working that night okay so so how did that work (laughs) well time goes on and after i'm done ten and a half hours i leave (laughs)
1: like you have to like leave like at a later hour than you would normally would, because it skipped an hour. You mean early like, how did that work? So Yes. Well, you you know what I meant. Instead of
0: leaving at seven thirty, I left at six thirty. And if okay. my boss tried to tell me otherwise, I'd tell him he's dumb, and I'd leave <laughs> because I'm not staying yeah. eleven and a half hours. And I don't think the company wants to pay me an extra hour to have nothing done with all my work's done. And <laughs> So, and there is like nothing else to do.
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: So they would rather what? send me home early than to have me say their do nothing
1: <laughs> really <laughs> so what's new with you, chris
0: uh what's new with me? What have I been up to? oh, I beat um finally get all the endings in what the hell is that game Carlos playing on my week off fatal frame. frame five middle of Blake blackwater those. I think there's something wrong with how to get those endings. That You were on stream with me when I was trying to get one of the endings for uh, I guess was the guy he's got like four different endings and one of them just won't activate. You're supposed to go into the room after selecting like I guess it's the tuft of white hair and then you're supposed to do nothing and allow the ghost to drag you into the death box and I tried it like 12 times and looked at YouTube videos and looked on the internet of how to activate it and everything was just them doing nothing and it activating but I kept getting game over and then one time it worked. I don't know what the hell I did differently. It didn't say I had to wait for a specific attack. I didn't attack the ghost so I didn't aggro it into a fight. I don't know what the hell I did differently. But I get all the endings, I also had issues with the last fight, it seems that randomly, at least for me, it was deciding on when I can activate uh, the cutscenes in the last fight, there's two different endings depending on when you activate your ghost kind of uh, imagery, what's it called? Fatal...
1: Not Fatal Frame, it's... The touch, the ghost touch.
0: Yeah, you basically touch the ghost and you get to see their memories and you do that for the final boss depending on if you uh try to do it in the underwater the uh, scene or above water and it just wouldn't activate i had to do that scene that fight like numerous times until it finally decided oh you could now activate the ability now don't know why it was being so frustrating but yeah did that uh i'm about ten episodes away from finishing power or I guess it'll be Super Sentai Time Rangers. It's the best series I've seen so far.
1: That's that's an awful lot coming from you, honestly.
0: I think my favorite app before this was uh the Space Rangers or Power Rangers in Space. Not the American one, but Japanese, of course. But mm-hmm. I think this one just has a lot more, and it's not because of the five main rangers that come from come from the future although that timeline or that story does obviously have part of it to do it's mostly got to do with uh the ranger suit that appears from the 30th century in our timeline through a portal that they call uh timefire and that whole character and his arc and what the 20th century is trying to do with that and everything else i think it's my favorite series They're looking to try to prevent um, a mass extinction of the human race. Like about 30, I think they're estimated about 30 or less than 30% of the human race will survive this uh, thing. If not worse, because time has been fucked up again. (laughs) Like basically a rift in time and space is going to open up and just devour 60 to 70% of of the human race and everything. So they've got some shit they got to deal with, and the Rangers from the future have been told by their boss you have to flee if you want to save if you want to save the thirtieth century. And they're like, well, if we do that, we're abandoning the twentieth century. We can't do that. So they're and they don't have any Zords now. Their Zords are stuck in the thirtieth century. They can't. Their boss will not send them back because they need them in the thirtieth. So there's Timefire with his dinosaur. And that's the only like real, real support, saving the future, or the past. So it's building up to something. I don't know exactly what yet, but it's, it's really, really good.
1: <laughs> God, God damn it. Feature trunk, stop fucking up the timelines.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like I told you, I think before, I don't know if I was saying it on the podcast that, uh, because of their time shenanigans, obviously things were being changed in the future, which may have resulted in change in the past. The thing that they knew of this mass extinction thing in the 30th century, but seems to have been caused because they sent people into the past. Like these specific rangers and the bad guys from the beginning of the series. So it's because they went in time in the first place, that fucked up time for the 30th century, but they didn't know that. So it's that whole... Time loop, Basically time loop, but it, uh, it seems like that it's, I want to say it feels like that it's the back of the future kind of time travel where you do change things in the past and it's one singular timeline. You just keep looping back in as opposed to Dragon Ball where every time you go back in time, it creates an alternate timeline. So, but it is very, very good. I am really loving and enjoying this. This uh, season. I'm almost done it. I'm getting there. <laughs> we just did the. Um, I guess Christmas episode. Or what do you call it? Their flashback episode. So that was kind of boring. And <laughs> Nothing really came out of that. Other than everyone feeling really depressed. And talking about the past. As they think of the future. Where they may not survive. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it's good. I recommend watching. If you haven't been watching the Japanese stuff,
1: well, you know I'm big into time travel. It's one of my favorite things, so it's interesting, yeah, and, hearing you talk about it,
0: yeah, and it being like a children's show, it seems a bit grim and dark compared to a lot of them, like power Rangers goes back and forth between doing a really good kind of grim dark storyline, and then they do one or two seasons of child friendly family friendly you know, it's the monster of the week, and they're really goofy and dumb, and that's kind of how this season started off, but as they had introduced more time travel, it started to change, so I am very much enjoying, and this is going to get my hopes up for the next season, <laughs> I hope that this one doesn't end as badly as the last one did, where that one was building up to something, and then just kind of petered out, so... Hopefully it ends well enough for me. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it will. Other than that, I've just been playing, just trying to sort out my Pokedex, and then start playing Let's Go Pikachu again. And a little bit of Metroid
1: Dread. I finally started that. I was going to ask, because something I was going to say, it was you've been like on your week off of work, you're streaming pretty much every day, and you're playing, as you said, Fatal Frame. Mm. Uh, and then I had to leave for work right when you started Metroid Dread. So that was your first Metroid game, and I'm I'm really big into Metroid videos myself, Chris. I'm wondering how you enjoyed it so far.
0: Uh, I don't like action games. I don't like having to think on my feet and <laughs> do stuff like that. So I'm... I've died a lot of times in this game, and a lot of it is due to the bullshit of the robots. A lot of people are having issues with them, so... When you go through the game there's certain areas in the facility that you're in in which the robots will hunt you down and if they catch you you have two little windows to do a very quick parry and if you don't it's an instant death mm-hmm. and then you have to restart again and i think that's bad like you don't have much other than you know if you could jump over them or you might be able to get through them, but you don't have much in terms of defense other than trying to get that par- that uh, parry down if you can't outrun them, right? And every now and then, you'll get, you know, you'll get access to your one power-up ability that you can destroy them with. But for... And it works for the one robot, then you kind of, like, story reasons. Oh, you run out of power. Guess you can't do that ability again, right? And... Other than that, you have to, like, run around and dodge them the rest of the time, and that's been most of my deaths. I got up to my first boss fight and died a bunch of times in that, but I don't really play action games or ones that require skill. (laughs) Like, I'll play Kingdom Hearts, which is an action game, and you don't need any skill for that. It's just brainless, Mash the X button. You don't need to think about it. It's fucking bloody kingdom hearts <laughs> you know it's it's baby's first r- action rpg really <laughs> so actually playing a game with that requires skill is something i'm not used to <laughs> but i'm enjoying it so far it's weird a lot lots of people have complained and said it was kind of like some reason a uh a reason why they don't want to play the game almost like oh i don't get to get the morph ball as my first power up Okay, who cares <laughs> if they model the game or develop the game properly? You don't need the morph morph ball right away. Just continue the bloody game. You'll get it. You know you will, <laughs> right? I've heard people complaining saying, "Oh well, if I don't get it right away, what's the point?" I'm like, Just "Fucking play the game. If you're not a fan of the game, then stop playing it." I don't know. I've heard people making up excuses or whatever. I don't know if you've heard that, like apparently you get the morph ball like late in the game, or not late but like much later than the other games.
1: no, that's something I wish you didn't say actually, because now I know that
0: oh well, does it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know you're gonna get it. <laughs> You'll know you're gonna get the upgrade at some point,
1: yeah, but i I assumed as you said that I was gonna get it like for like that's generally her first, like generally. Some games he just like even though she like powers down and loses all her power, she like still retains that. So I guess this is one of those games where she loses it again. And then yeah, I was thinking it's like you're gonna be getting it like in the first five minutes, like most of the Metroid like games.
0: Metroid one? Where you just go left or right, whatever it is, and you get it. No. same thing
1: for Super Metroid.
0: Oh, same thing. Yeah, not in this one. You get a few others before that. And then you get it at some point. I know there's ways you can uh cheese it in some areas to get like certain power-ups sooner but i don't know how oh excuse me yeah i don't know how because apparently in some boss fights people have figured out or seen that you can have upgrades or can cheese certain boss fights if you have certain upgrades that you may not be able to get like they found like breakable walls or uh floors or something like that that requires certain upgrades So, I'm not going to say which ones or what, but there's the way they develop the game seems to be very speedrunner in mind. Like, they put in lots of shortcuts and things like that, if you can figure out how to get to those other upgrades and abilities quicker.
1: (laughs) I was just laughing because of camouflage cat.
0: Yeah, I've seen you had a gremlin (laughs) around your neck. Yes, Um, yes. But yeah, I've seen um, the speedruns for that game are getting close to like Almost under an hour. Like Grand Pooh Bear, I think his is like an hour definitely under, I think an hour twenty. He's been speedrunning that game. (laughs) So it's getting uh, really short how to speedrun it. I haven't been able to watch his streams lately because he's been playing it a lot.
1: (laughs) So I think I think the main metroid speedrunner, Oats and Goats. He's like trying yeah, like he's actually streaming like right now, so he's trying for one eleven attempts apparently which is like i remember him streaming like a couple of weeks ago going for like 130 now we're down to like 111 so yeah that's not a long speed run like just about an over an hour i'm sure it'll be optimized even further
0: i can't wait for gdq when they do their uh, speed run of that and see and see how fast they could get through it
1: (laughs) they might have a race honestly
0: maybe i don't know who would be who'd all be in it like obviously else and goats probably but i don't know who,
1: who uh Shiny Zenny. Shiny Zenny? Never heard of them. Uh, another Metroid speedrunner. He was in, also in some GTQ races for Metroid.
0: Oh. Yeah, I doubt that Pooh Bear will be, but he's tried. He's the one that I watch a bunch when for certain games. Mostly his Mario. Uh, what do you call it? Mario Maker stuff? Or these Mario rum hacks he does. So, But yeah, that's pretty much it for me in a little bit of Final Fantasy 14 just trying to get caught up I'm not going to get caught up by the time the game's by the time Endwalker comes out but that's what I did last night that's it for me what have you been up to?
1: um well ever since the last podcast honestly I don't know like work has been really good but it's also been really exhausting to the point of I just been falling asleep like right when I get home, pretty much like a few couple hours later, and it sucks because like I I can't I I wasn't able to really stream since like the last time we did this last week. Like I'd stream like a little bit on Friday, that was it. Uh, yeah, like it, it's work is itself is fine. It's just trying I like I'm trying to have good sleep hygiene, but like like last night, for example, I I I was like okay, I'm tired. Let me take a nap. Four hours later, like I, I went to sleep, but like. Eight o'clock, woke up like midnight. I'm like, well, I can't go back to sleep now. I have to like wake up in like six and a half hours. So like I stayed up for like three and a half. Tried to lay down for another three. I never managed to go back asleep. But at least I was my eyes are closed. So I tried, right? So that's what I mean. It's like it's so hard to fix it, but it's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. But tonight tonight has been really good actually, because I didn't go sleep and I don't feel tired right now. So well, that's it's promising.
0: Good. I mean, I understand how you feel you get home and either you're wide awake or you're about to pass out and for me i need to be tired when i get home so that i can go to bed right away the Mm. opposite for me happens when i wake up i might be dead tired and falling asleep before work (laughs) so i have to like fight to stay awake
1: yeah, so aside from that, I just been playing some Game Pass games. Some games are about to leave the service uh, on on the halfway point of the month. Which uh, I played a game called River City Girls, which is a uh, spinoff of River City Ransom way back in the day. Uh, That's a really good fucking game, Chris. I think you'd appreciate it. I
0: love the art style and the main girl, the black haired girl. What's her name? Uh, Kyoko. Kyoko. She's okay. my. I think it's. I think it's her. She's my or favorite. Is it?
1: or is it Matoko? i think no Matoko. I, I, I think Mitoko, Mitoko.
0: so i think yoko's the uh cheerleader kind of more yeah. girl
1: she's the redhead and then there's like what what do you call a girl with black hair like there's a brunette for brown but what do you call for a blackhead cute <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> sorry that's a cute <laughs> cute well yeah obviously but aside from that But yeah, uh, you would really enjoy it, Chris. It it took me only a couple days to beat, to 100%, I should specify. So it would not, it's not a long game. Uh, If you do have Game Pass, you should play it. It's on PC or on console, phone, xCloud, your web browser, like anywhere that you can play Game Pass, it's on there, so.
0: I need to play it. I love the character design. And the second one's coming out. They get two new playable characters. No, no, four more playable characters. In the game, so you'll be be able to play as two girls from the first one. You'll play as Ricky and Kunio, the new versions of them, and you'll be able to play as Marin, a redo of her from the old, uh, what's it called, Double Dragon games, and a new girl that I don't think has been in anything, but they look so
1: really awesome. (laughs) This is a a very minor spoiler, but once you beat the game, you unlock Kunio and Ricky, what was the name? Kunio and Ricky, yeah, I think, as playable characters. I
0: really want to see how uh is it uh ricky the one with the black hair and shaved head shape yes. size i want to yes. place him i love his design he looks so
1: cool he does, <laughs> he does. uh kunio apparently the whole river city ransom there's so many spin-off games i i mm-hmm. there's like a whole kunio wiki i had no idea until i looked into this i'm like wow because i thought like river city girls was like river city ransom 2 but no apparently there was a river city ransom 2 for nintendo like the first game but it just never came out in the USA, and the, the game actually references that. If there's a secret boss you can fight, and they actually reference once you beat the secret boss. They're like, "Who are you? Well, you know, how do you know that? Because I don't want to swallow anything. How do you know that? The second game was never released in the USA. Like that's actually like what they say. I'm not. It's not a direct quote. I'm just paraphrasing, but that's that's what they say. Like inside the game, I'm like, wow. And, Chris, I think I told you this already, but uh, the redhead girl that you play as, mm-hmm. K- K- uh, Kyoko, I think her name is, uh, she's she's played by Rina-chan, or Kagome chan Oh, from my
0: God. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: So she she does a really good job.
0: Yeah, I love uh, Rina-chan. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> from back that's, in the day. <laughs> yeah, from back in the day on Newgrounds. We're talking, like, early 2000s, right? When she did, was so...
0: doing her... Uh, like, she did a lot of... Uh, a lot of people would get her or she'd do a lot of videos where she'd be doing uh, Kigome from Inuyasha, like doing her version of her and a bunch of other characters. I remember one of her first like real voice acting gigs. I just don't remember the name of the show anymore, but I remember her doing that and being super excited that she was finally getting into, you know, the voice acting gig for real. That's <laughs> yep. a job.
1: And she's made it now. so
0: That's good. I want to... Play the game a little bit more now and hear her voice lines.
1: Yeah, so uh, I, I, played the, I played the Xbox version off stream. I'm, I'm going to play the, the Windows 10 version on stream on, on this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Those will be my two days. I can definitely 100% the game again, especially now since I know what I'm doing. I play as Kyoko. I'm going to play as Matako this time. I, I'm not sure if they have the same moveset or not, but we'll see. I yeah, I well, don't
0: think so. I think the one relies... The black girl I think relies more on her face. She's more like um, Jolene or JoJo. She's more of a bully and stronger attacks, I believe. And the other girl I think is quicker and I want to see relies on throws or kicks a lot more. I could be wrong.
1: Oh, oh! this reminds me. There's an, there's, an, there's a Terminator character in the game and he sounds like Arnold. And you know your expression, Arnold? It's even better than that
0: even better
1: (laughs) yes i'll I'll have to make a clip and show you it's even better is bo
0: a bobo in the game
1: uh oh yes a bobo is one of the bosses in the game okay good because he's the
0: Devil dragon boss so
1: (laughs) there's there's a lot of cameos like a lot of shop almost every single shopkeep is not a generic shopkeep it's either a a character from the kunio universe or a guest character there's two dojos in the game where you buy your upgrades for mm-hmm. your boots or new moves altogether. And it's Billy and Jimmy from Double Dragon.
0: Nice. Okay. And one of them is very
1: aggressive and one of them is very like tranquil and calm, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of like it's cool how they have that. They have some they have like another you know that boss character from Double Dragon like he's kind of like fat like he wears like a vest and a mask and we need to defeat him. He teleports away and like his mask falls down on the on the floor.
0: I don't recall that.
1: Okay, well he's he's also in the game. A Bobo from Double Dragon, as you said mm. just now, also in the game. So there's a lot of guest characters too. So it's 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 a really good fucking game. The music is one of the best things about the game, if not the best thing about the game. It's really good music. Um, and it doesn't overstate It's welcome. There's like, and it had you have if every character has their own phone. Uh, max levels thirty by the way. And you, each time you eat a new food for the first time, you get a permanent stat boost. But you also get boosts by leveling up. Hmm. So uh, what else? Yeah. So there's six main areas, but like you on your phone, you can like actually see the map, and it has like you know like rectangles for, or squares for screens, like it shows you the connecting routes. Hmm. So you 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 never get lost. You always know where you're going. So yeah, it's a really really good game. I'm gonna have to play it sometime. Uh, yeah. Again, I'm going to be playing it again this weekend for the, 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 the I can't talk for the double stack. For the, you know, I'm going to stack the achievements again because it's a different version of the game. Uh, also, been playing on Game Pass a, a game called Streets of Rogue. I've never played a game like this before. It's really hard to describe, but it sounds like, like
0: different... Streets of Rage, but a rogue like
1: <laughs> it's not. Okay. Well, it's it's basically like just so there's like six districts like three levels for each district like you start in the slums and you work your way to like upper town Mm -hmm. and basically you can choose like a different class like you can be a soldier a hacker a zombie a werewolf a uh whatever like a hobo and each class has different perks and like a hacker too like and different things that they can do that the other classes can't but like you also have like an inventory you level up You have to do like two or three missions on the map. It's everything's randomly generated every time you play. Uh, and then you just go on the elevator on the next level. And yeah, that's it's it's really hard to describe because I never played a game like this, but yeah. Um I'm playing through that. I'm trying to beat both versions again before it disappears, but we'll see if we can do that. Other than that, uh haven't really been playing much. Um, I do want to eventually get a switch, probably this month, because of Black Friday. Uh, Nintendo has already advertised their sales. There's, mm-hmm. You know how Nintendo games never go on sale? We'll, we'll talk about the games first. So the games, typically, at least for us, Chris, we're in Canada, they cost $80, which is a lot of money for games. They don't typically... Our, our new games don't typically cost $80, like 60, maybe 70. Only Nintendo is like an $80 game, and some EA games I never buy anyways. Really? So anyways, some Nintendo last games...
0: Last-gen games are always 80 bucks
1: that's what i just said they never go on sale right
0: oh you mean like you mean like nintendo never puts their games on sale
1: yes sorry yes. i
0: thought you were saying for some reason i thought you were saying that games aren't normally 80 dollars like what are you talking about last gen games were 80
1: <laughs> so no no i i stand by that like most games in general aren't 80 over here nintendo games are yes but most triple a games are 80 not and, over here yeah I, let's just, let's just move on because anyways, uh, I lost my train of thought now. Anyways, as I said, Chris, some games are, yes, but a lot of new games are not, are like 70, sometimes 60. That's all I'm going to say. What was I talking about now? Oh yeah. So Nintendo games are going to be, they're going to slash 25 bucks off. So from 80 down to like 55. For both Zelda games, so that's Wind Waker and, sorry, not Wind Waker, uh, Breath of the Wild, and what's that kind of remake? Link's Awakening? So those are two games I want to pick up. And also, they advertised a bundle for Black Friday specifically. It's the old model of the of the Switch. It's going to come with Mario Kart 8 and three months of Nintendo Online, which I probably wouldn't use, honestly. And that's going to be, what what'd they say, 380 But then I'm still wanting to buy the OLED, which is 450 even if it doesn't have the game or the online that's not really a big deal to me I'd, I'd rather get like the better version of the system you know mm. but i don't think they're gonna have a black friday deal on that so probably not <laughs> so i'm still contemplating if i want to buy the system mario kart i probably wouldn't play very much i'll be honest like it's a good game it's just
0: it's I, played, mario like, kart. <laughs> I
1: i I was big in the mario kart for the super nintendo and n64 nowadays not so much <laughs> But yeah, uh, I want to buy and switch this month, and I think I will. I think now's the time to pull the trigger with the OLED, if I can find an OLED. We'll see. Uh, Aside from that, oh, and there's something I want to mention to you and to our viewers. So right now, it's the 10th of November. Up until I think the 14th, uh, Disney Plus is doing a deal where if you're not currently subscribed, even if you're previously subscribed, that's fine. But as as long as you're not currently subscribed right now, you can resubscribe or become a new subscriber for only two bucks. Wow. So that's, it's worth it for two bucks. I would say it's worth it.
0: And how long is that? Is that a month? It's only a month. Okay. Yeah. But
1: it's it's still like their Black Friday deal, essentially.
0: That's not too bad. And if you have Nintendo switch online, you can try a demo. I don't know how long the demo is, or if it's just the game's unlocked, but it's either up now or it'll become up soon. For about a week, you could do you could play the remake or remaster, whatever you want, of the World Ends with You, Square Enix kind of punky action RPG. Yeah, it looks really cool. They've got the second one also on Switch, and yeah, so if you want to actually try them out and see if you could, if uh, it's a game you like, you've I've got seen just my... a short amount of time to play.
1: I see my friends stream it. I don't think it's really up my alley. Not that it's a bad game. It's just there are other games I'd rather play.
0: I'm honestly. gonna. I'm gonna try it and see. I heard the the first version of the game when it came out, whatever, I think it was on 3DS or something. I don't remember what console it was on. Um, relied a lot on, I think it was a touchscreen and lots of people didn't like it. So i want to know if this version has that or how good the Switch version is. So I'll have to try that out. Oops, keep hitting my keyboard.
1: Aside from that, uh... Nothing really else, honestly. I think that's all I've been really up to. Um, oh, I played some Diablo 2 Resurrected on the console. I bought the console version, too. What's good about this version is that your characters from your PC come with you. So you can ping-pong back and forth. So, yeah, I bought it also on the console. I played with some friends, and yeah, it's... it's uh, It's not bad, honestly. Like it controls fairly I'm surprised how well it controls with the controller. Hmm. Yeah. Because you know PC keyboard, so.
0: I assume that it's similar controls ish wise to maybe D3, but I don't know. Um because that was made with con well, not console, that with
1: controller in mind, so. Um similar enough. It's not it's not one for one but it's it's fairly similar it's it's, it's fairly different too i would say because diablo 2 you have to you know like it's all about quaffing potions in diablo 2 diablo when you have like one potion it's on like a, a cooldown so and, you like
0: and you have access to all your the skills you unlock in d2 whereas d3 you had a was it four abilities or something that you keep on Sorry. your bar six yeah whatever it was
1: we diablo- have that so it's a little different I- <laughs> Diablo 2 has a restriction, too. Technically, on, on PC, there's no restriction to the amount of skills you have. But on Diablo 2, they made it so you have another six skills, and then you hold a, you hold one of the shoulder buttons down, and you get another six. So technically, oh, okay. you can only have 12. Which which is, to be fair, is probably more than enough for almost every class in the game. Because remember, every class has like 30 skills maximum. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about... Well, actually, we are talking about passives, you know. You have three skill trees. Each skill tree has ten skills. Some of them are passives. But yeah, yeah, and um, you're usually lead. will
0: only go into one skill tree, and maybe a little bit into some others, right? you if uh, you're playing certain classes, you'll want to like railroad certain trees
1: instead. Most most classes will do two skill trees for almost everything. Yeah. I also if you're like very specific in, in in your build, but yeah, most most will delve into two, sometimes three. It's not uncommon. Um, like for example, a, sh- a shape shifted werewolf or an elemental druid, same class. They still want to, you know, put a few points in the summoning, so they get their, their their grizzly bear or their wolves or their spirits or their vines to you know assist them. Mm. At least the grizzly bear, so they can tank a little bit for free, essentially, just for some mana. Uh, Valkyrie has like a uh, a whole passive tree. It's like all passives, so. Um yeah, it's 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 really good. I I can't really say like not really a fan of what Blizzard servers are doing right now because right now people like they weren't back in the day they're like killing a boss, exiting the game, making a game and then like that's apparently putting a lot of strain on Blizzard servers. So now for like the last two or three weeks they made it so that uh when it, when it, you can't make a game more than like once every like minute or 2 minutes or something like that. I forget the exact number, but anywhere between a minute and two minutes so it's kind of sucks if you try and join a game and fail it kind of reactivates the cooldown <sighs> i think they i think i think they just fixed it like two or three days ago hmm. so that doesn't happen anymore but for the longest time like the past two or three weeks it's like if you join the game oh the game is full okay oh now i can't join another game great and the worst, the worst thing is blizzard doesn't even tell you why it's just like Check your internet connection is is you know is established. I'm like fuck you. I know I'm connected online, so yeah, it's it was a little frustrating, but um, yeah, I, I hope to get back. Like I'm surprisingly today, even though I had a really crappy sleep yesterday, I'm feeling well. So hopefully I can get get back into the swing of things this weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's
1: about all I've been up to.
0: So speaking of Blizzard, you know they changed uh, McCree's character name. To that, uh, I guess it's being used by a gay porn star actor, Cole Cassidy,
1: or (laughs) or something like
0: that. Yeah, apparently, I'm like, oh well, they didn't Google the name before they changed his name. Oh well. (laughs) No, and but don't worry because they changed uh, because they changed the character's name. Blizzard's okay, everyone. You go back to playing other games. Don't worry about everything's fixed in Blizzard now. (laughs) You know, the joke that every time something happens at Blizzard Activision, they'll do something to Overwatch and go, okay, guys, it's fixed. Overwatch is fixed. You guys can go back. You know.
1: (laughs) That or Diablo, or so not Diablo, uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Because them changing the paintings that have been in the game since vanilla launch of like some women in like lingerie, like literally paintings and like. I thought that was Battle Armor
0: that that Blizzard made up. Did you see that uh, thing at that uh, BlizzCon, whatever it was? Some no female reporter. I don't know who it was so sorry. Th- she asks some of the guys, the devs, you know, why do all the female arm? Why does all the female armor look I like? Heard. Yeah, it comes from a Victoria's Secret catalog, and that slimy piece of shit. I don't remember his name. Says oh, what well, catalog. Would you like us to take inspiration from? It's like, is- and then they laughed her off stage. It's like. The fuck's wrong with you people?
1: <laughs> this is like 15 years ago. I thought you were talking about something like more recent. Oh no,
0: not recent. Just you know, that guy who made that comment then left to go work at um Riot. Not yeah, Riot Games. Who mm-hmm. then got shit on for a lot of his sexist comments there too.
1: Yeah. Also on the stage. <laughs> has, <laughs> what's what's his name? Jay Allen Brack.
0: Was he in that video there? Laughing it up with Yeah, okay. That doesn't yes. surprise me. <laughs> I couldn't Anyways. remember. I couldn't remember who was all on stage. I just remembered that going. Oh yeah, that happened. Whatever Blizzard does this a lot every time something happens, what however big or small it may be, they then go to one of the other games and change something. They go, Don't worry, guys, we fixed it. It's all fixed now." Like that. Yeah, even though
1: no one asked about this, the whole painting like women in underwear being replaced by like bowls of fruits. Like I'm not kidding. That's what I mean, that actually happened. It's ben- even. <laughs>
0: It's better it was changed before someone looked at it because they saw that as the problem, but that wasn't the problem at the time, but they don't fix the problem that people are complaining about. They then change something else and go, it's fixed, everyone. It's like, no, I don't think you understand uh, what's actually going on. I didn't want to actually ask about something well, It is part of our news, unless if you're, if you're done with your week.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Um, I heard about this on a different podcast. I think I dropped it into the Discord. It's about... um. You might actually know what this is about, because you used to play wild WoW back in the day. What, what does it mean to sell runs? Because this sounds absurd, and that this is a thing being basically touted and like seen by Mike Yabara and others who work on Blizzard or work on WoW to be a normal thing and should be something still in the game to be, not exploited, but done. Do you
1: know what cell running? Yes. Yes. Could you please
0: explain uh, it to uh, me? (laughs) So
1: this is something I used to do, but to be fair, I didn't do it when there was a ranking system. Right, So, So basically, and this is legal in terms of like the TOS or whatever, um basically you base okay, so basically you advertise that you want to sell a run, like of the hardest difficulty of the current tier dungeon, and people whisper you, you know, you have a set amount of gold or whatever, and you do something called carry runs. So like the person you bring like one or two people with you because you don't want to do any more than that. Well, at least you didn't back in the day. Yeah, again, things may have changed. Mm. I'm not really up to date with this. But you bring a couple of people with you, and then you just basically feed them all the gear, and they don't really have to do much during boss fights. Sometimes you just tell them to purposely die so they don't have to do mechanics. Like, for example, if there's a mechanic that turned you into a bomb, and if you didn't do the correct thing, it would blow up the entire raid, you don't want that person to randomly get it and waste time. So you just tell them to die right off the bat. That. Some bosses have mechanics like that. If they don't have any mechanics, that they, they're not going to kill anyone but themselves. You just tell them to help DPS if they want. They don't need to. They're paying you. So basically, they pay you gold, in-game currency, and they get items. What's new with this, if I understand correctly, is that um, maybe not so much for like the, the 20-man raids, but I think more for the five-man dungeons where it's like everything's ranked. Like, how quick can you go? Mm-hmm. How And like how's the highest keystone you can attain with the best time? Um, I'm not sure if like it's the same thing or not in terms of like they're still getting loot, maybe, but now they're doing it for like rankings when they don't deserve it, and that brings some prestigious things some 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 titles some again some gear uh some some like permanent things that are like you can't get any other way per mm-hmm. season, so we're talking about like. Titles or achievements or something like that, you know, some mounts maybe that have like a recolored skin, but like you can't get that colored skin unless if you are like top one percent sort of thing. Um, so that's that's what they're doing pretty much, and this is all—it's always been within the TOS of Blizzard. As long as it's not like real life money, like you can't say, "Okay, just PayPal me like fifty bucks." It has to be like in-game gold for in-game items. That's that's basically a trade. So that's that's fine as far as Blizzard's concerned. I know you I don't think you can do that for Final Fantasy 14, but for WoW, they've always have been fine with that. Um, and the thing with WoW is like you can report them if they don't pay. It, if there's a whisper that like, okay, you have an agreement and they don't pay, or like someone one party steals the money of the other or doesn't provide a service, you you can get banned for that. So at least there's that safe safety net that no one's gonna get fucked over without getting some repercussions hmm. so so yeah uh that's basically they're just selling loot essentially but, loot achievements mounts
0: but why are they doing this like what other than getting in-game we'll assume it's all in-game i'm sure that there's probably some way that some people have paid with real money whatever right um we'll just assume it's all in-game What's the point of these... Is it companies or is it raid companies? Why do they? Why are they doing this? Why are they bothering to even help people do this if this person's not going to really do much? Like, these people are going up saying, I'll give you, what, 300,000 gold and you can run me through this dungeon. Like, obviously, going through the no- game normally, you should be able to get through without much trouble, like Final Fantasy XIV, right? So what's the point of selling... Oh, run What what do? What's the point of getting this money? In my because
1: they're doing the hardest difficulty. This is not something you can just like bang your head like keyboard. You know, like rolling your head on the keyboard and just auto win. Um, it's the hardest difficulty, and it takes a lot of skill, practice, and gear to kind of get to that point. So, again, why why do? people like me want to do it. Well, writing is expensive in terms of in-game gold. So anything you can do like for example, your your example of 300,000 gold, okay, mm. divide by let's say 20 people is like how much gold a person? I I don't know. Uh so that would be like what? 15,000 gold a person? I could be wrong about that. I just did some quick math in my head, that was probably incorrect, but mm. yeah, 15,000 gold, you know, w- w- when you're a raider, repairs cost a lot. You have to bring flasks that persist through death that last for two hours that cost a lot to make you have to buy some like battle potions you know like short-term buffs you can use like every like five minutes on it, like for the last 30 seconds during like burn phases all these things cost money so if you can do like a couple hours of this that's a lot of money for an easy thing if you're already doing it even
0: even if you had we'll say a bunch of crafters in the guild that were able to do this it's still it the you're saying that the amount of money it costs to get all the materials or just to buy it off the market is so expensive they're almost seen that this is a necessity just to earn money to feed the raiders. Like the people who can who want to do the rating at the highest tier they can. Like this is seen
1: as almost a necessity. I would not say it's a necessity, it's not because it basically you're just making a profit doing this. You're you're covering you're covering your costs and you're making a profit. It's like there are players in the game who have no interest in, like, raiding. they just, Mm. like, farming and selling on the market part. (laughs) And, like, making money off of these raiding guilds. Like, hey, you know, I need 200 of these herbs that you farm. I'm like, well, I don't need the herbs. I don't farm or I don't raid. So here you go. There, Players like that exist. And that's how they make their money. They Mm. basically are. But, like, imagining having to do that, like, farm yourself or get the money to buy off auction house. That would take a long time either way, but you can do this thing for like one or two hours and get a fuck ton of money, and not have to worry about that like for the next month. Okay. Do you? So, oh, sorry. Go on. So it's just basically a big time saver. Is is, is it a necessity? Definitely not. One hundred percent. Not a necessity. Think... But it's a good time saver. And here's the thing with Wow, and this isn't it's, this aspect did not exist. Back when I played, okay, because the Wow token was not a thing when I was selling runs. WoW but now token? that they have the Wow token, so Wow token has been around for a long time. But basically, again, I don't remember how much money it is. It kind of fluctuates with the market. That's that's by design. They purposely made it that way. Hmm. But basically, what you can do with a Wow token, you can buy and sell them inside the game, or you can buy them off the off the website or something, but basically a wow token allows you to, con- to convert X amount of dollars into gold off the market. So I buy a wow token in real life. I pay, let's say $20. I can sell this token on the auction house and make like, let's say 200,000 gold or sorry, 200, yeah, 200,000 gold. And then the person who bought it can redeem it for 30 months of game time. Mm, it's helped. So basically you're paying for someone's sub, but by doing so, you're also getting money going inside the game. So if you buy a WoW token, Chris, let's say you buy two WoW tokens, you make 400. Let's say let's let's call it like half a million gold. Mm. You, you spend forty dollars. You paid essentially for two other people's subs you don't know, but now you're half a million gold rich, richer. You spend a half million gold. You give it to me, and my guild. Well, you give it to me, and I split amongst the rest of the guild. But you give it to me, and I provide you the service. And now you have the mount that can only drop in this instance on the hardest difficulty because there's only one per drop. You have the best gear in the game currently, or at least some of it, you know, it's r and drops. You have a title that you don't really deserve, to be honest, right? So these these are things that, like, people don't like. And
0: you, as the guild, or part of the guild, now have money to at least hopefully do one or two raids or however many they do in a day, right? Yeah, uh, you have enough to hopefully supply you for a while to do to continue your job in the game or your fun in the game, which is raiding.
1: And well, stuff like that too. Yeah, like raids so, are on the weekly lockout, so you have to keep that in mind per character. So okay. if we clear for one person, we can't do it again.
0: Okay, I didn't know that as well. That's new to me. So This—that's
1: that's a wild wow thing. It's not all fantasy. Do you movie, think that
0: on. it's weird that? Mike Ibarra would have tweeted out, I'm going to be doing a stream of selling rates."
1: Yes, because it... I mean... It seems
0: weird because dev- he's one of the devs, right? Or one of the co-leads, I guess, of Blizzard. Mm-hmm. And it just seems weird that he'd be like, yeah, this is a thing in WoW. We should propagate? No, that's not the proper word. We should, I guess, p- spotlight it as a thing, as a normal thing in WoW and... I heard backlash from this but I haven't heard from people who do it or who know a lot about it to say no this is normal this is okay so it just seems weird that one of the blizzard leads is like yeah here you know uh, <laughs> but it which is weird to me do you, do you...
1: <laughs> I personally honestly I personally don't care I hmm. think it's fine but I I see, but I do agree with the aspect that it's not healthy for the game. I do this, I, I do because essentially is... pay to win at that point.
0: Kite Yeah, in a way. This...
1: Only one. because only because you can buy gold with real money because of these vow tokens. Yeah, that's it's literally pay to win. And if the that... vow tokens exist, like when I was selling runs, the gold is kind of stable, right? Mm. More or less but now the gold is like this because you know oh wow you know blizzard is doing bad oh new patches came out oh okay and then people buy all these wow tokens and people who are like already rich in game oh you know i don't i don't feel like spending 15 dollars in real life let me buy a wow token
0: yeah the the market fluctuates a lot more especially when you can just spend money to basically buy in-game gold right um this doesn't exist in FF14, right? Just to compare it to another RPG that I know we both play. You play a lot more than I do, or you used to. I don't know if you still do. Uh, but I'm going back in again. But I don't do, I don't do the high-end raids and things like that. So I'm more of a casual. I want my story gamer.
1: <laughs> I beat all the hardest content in fourteen. Not not the ultimates, but the 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 savages in fourteen. Mm the current con- months ago so yeah i haven't been playing 14 very much re- recently um that's something we're going to talk about next actually or a couple of news stories from you now. but mm. yeah um it's, uh, wow is the only game that has this to my knowledge like
0: is it because of how expensive it it geez, sorry is it because of how expensive it is that this kind of became a thing or because what does final fantasy 14 have when it comes to like buffing your characters that you would need to keep applying again. They have they've got food, right? Is that the only thing really, other than your um, abilities on cooldown?
1: So the food are like flasks and wow, and the the combat potions are pretty much the same.
0: And okay, is that pretty much? So they they've got their equivalents. Is there does wow just have more? Is it just more expensive? Is that
1: really it? Wow is just more expensive. Okay, because because. Well, I can't really give it a reason why, but I think it's just the materials are by design a lot harder to get, mm. and or least, not harder necessarily, but more. Let's just say more time consuming.
0: Okay, I, I I haven't delved into a lot of that, so I don't know in terms of like high end crafting in Ff14 how bad, or how it compares to like the WoW stuff. So I was just wondering if bad. you knew. No, okay. 14
1: crafting isn't as bad as WoW well, crafting, in my opinion.
0: Okay, so it's pretty much, yeah. Okay, right. Like, because, I as want... you know, in
1: 14, like, I have I've a maxed out character. Like, hmm. literally every crafter and gatherer. And remember, WoW, there's crafting gathering. But it's it's like, we you have, like, 10 or, like, let's say 12. I forget the exact number. But, like, let's just say 12 professions. Pick two per character. Oh, you want more professions? Level up a new character.
0: Oh, right. They limit you, don't you? In 14, 14, you can do everything. Every one character for yeah. everything.
1: One character can be every class. I forgot about that. Class, wow is like okay you, you picked a hunter and you're you're a miner and you're a blacksmith okay you want to make herbs and you want to you want to pick herbs you have to make you have to be an herbologist yeah, or it's, a good person you want to make flasks you have to study alchemy
0: it's not like you know if you're part of a guild in ff14 it then you know not everyone in a guild is going to do raiding and stuff like that so you can see that some of the casual people who love crafting okay you guys do this and this and this and just make as much as you can and then we're good because you love you like doing that and sell off the extra right so it's not like you know anyone could pick up a certain it's not like in wow or in 14 like everyone could be everything in wow it's like oh I can't do this I need to find someone that could do this I guess then that does make things a little bit rarer if you just can't just jump in and try it out and see if you slash enjoy it or see if your uh, guild needs it they have to actually go out and recruit people with specific skills then right
1: no not no they they don't don't really recruit people well you know what i mean i mean i
0: I don't mean specifically recruiting the guild but you know you can hire people to do things or buy off them in the marketplace or things like that you make deals with people in games so
1: Basically, if you have a guild of 20 people who are capable of doing mythic content, you're going to have one of everything. Like, it's very rare to not have one of everything at that point. And really, as a gatherer, all you're doing is, like, gathering herbs or, or mining or what's the other gathering thing in the game? I forget. But and then as a crafter, you're just, like, making shit. Like... And like the fact that you can only do a couple per character is is really what hurts it because like oh like you do do you want to have five or six WoW characters at max level? Probably not. Like a lot of people do, but I don't think that's I don't think that's the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think on average most people mm-hmm. don't have like one of everything maxed out for their professions in WoW. So yeah, it's it be, it becomes a lot more tedious because you have to level them up and like gear them out, right? And you have to do all this shit. It, like it's. It's, yeah, it's it's a time. Remember how you asked me, is it harder? I said no. It's just a lot longer. Yeah, that's, that's a huge reason why.
0: Okay, I just I saw that and I saw the this thing and was confused as to why. Why is it so much different than FF14? I don't think 14 like this. Yada yeah, yada. Yeah, so I wanted to ask about yeah. this.
1: I can I I can see both sides of the coin on this story. Okay. Like, I, I I do think it's bad for the game's health. I hundred percent think so because of the WoW token now, and the fact that he's doing it is kind of like well, lead by example, right? Well, he's not leading by example. Mm, right? It just but Blizzard like... really cares about money, obviously at this point.
0: Yeah, they they do. It just seemed really weird, especially for one of the leads <laughs> to go. Hey, this is going on. Anyway, I think that's it. I got the information I wanted out of that. Out of this weird kind of tweeted yet um we can go on to something else
1: yeah so i'm gonna bring this up because this is something i was gonna bring up you kind of beat me to the punch uh so they had the live letter in fall Fan- fall fantasy 14 um i think it was like this last weekend i don't remember specifically when but basically the launch of the expansion coming up endwalker was supposed to be this month in november but they had to push it back by a couple of weeks and yoshi p the producer of the game he was like pretty much crying on stream cuz he felt so disappointed cuz he he took full responsibility for this mm. basically for QA purposes cuz they wanted to squeeze as much time as they could uh and yeah everyone felt bad and like everyone felt bad that mm. they took time off and now it's like wasted pretty much but yeah it is what it is uh it's not really much of a story it just it got pushed back by a couple of weeks but we have to remember Yoshi P back when Final fantasy 14 first launched and, and the game was a bomb square was in the very bad spot and yoshi p kind of brought the company back single-handedly pretty much like
0: he uh damn near killed himself trying to fix 14. oh but he
1: yeah but he fixed the company too while he was at like like when they introduce the people responsible for the game like every year at the fan fest like final fantasy festival uh, they, they 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 show the president of the company or CEO of the company, but no one knows who he is. Everyone knows who Yoshi P is.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yoshi P like, is no done, knows. He's done a lot for the company. <laughs> Yoshi P works his arse his off. And even now, after damn near killing himself, fixing 14, he's gone back to his team and trying to push it in square of, we need to uh, bring it down to like, min, uh, max 40 hours, probably hopefully down to 30 hours a week work, work week of all, uh, like in all places of our company, no more working overtime. Like a bit, what I've heard is that like when he, like he puts a strict rule, like you only work this many hours. You don't do any more. I'm not going to let you do any more. I'll turn off your computer while you're using it. If you think you're going to stay longer, like he's super dedicated, like, and strict about that. Cause When he was trying to fix 14, apparently he was micromanaging down to the millisecond of what people were doing, just trying to get stuff done. And that hurt him and his team. And he doesn't want to see that again. (laughs) Like he puts a lot on what he does and doesn't want people like, I guess, basically to kill themselves for making this game or any game in general of working in this company. (laughs) Like He puts a lot on his shoulders.
1: As someone who has a degree in both psychology and in human resources, I really do appreciate that. I don't think enough people um, put enough thought into work-life balance, and he does. And I can tell you from both of those backgrounds, that's a very important thing that a lot of people, not most, but a lot of people do either ignore or tend to overlook. Like That's a very important aspect of staying healthy
0: in your life. There's a lot of people who, especially if you're – uh, self-employed will overwork themselves without realizing it, <laughs> and that's when you see like we'll see like a lot of Twitch or YouTubers will end up working for months, 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 and then just burn out and have to take like two or three weeks off in a row just to get caught back up. It's like that's not healthy for you. You need you need proper work life balance. But uh, anyway, <laughs> getting a little sidetracked. <laughs> so they're delaying it for two weeks, hopefully as a minimum to try and get things back up to snuff as to where it was, I guess, to ensure stability is mm-hmm. what they say.
1: So, yeah. Um, he wanted to add more stuff in and then they had to obviously QA it, which if, took a while.
0: I wanted to ask you something about 14, you know, to kind of bring it back. i jumped back into 14. I beat Vol3. Okay. I got to that point in the game. I'm a little bit further, you know. Not too much further, but that was my last big fight I did. Do you remember the part when you were telling me there's part in the game that I'm not gonna like?
1: I do remember that, but I don't remember what that was now.
0: Do you remember if it had to do with my oh. boy?
1: No, you you beat the part of the game already. Okay, so
0: it but it had to do with my master,
1: right? Yes. With um Ra
0: Ra, oh, what the hell's his name? Tancred. Huh? No.
1: Thankred. No.
0: Well, yes. It. Part of it has to do with Thancred, but it was that cutscene and my fight after that or before that. What that fucking Rajin? Ra...
1: I don't remember, but I know who you're talking about. Oh,
0: so, well, I, I love villains and RPGs, in stories in general. I think a really good villain builds up to something really, really great. And, because a lot of heroes could be, well, any character in general, heroes or villains, could be just paper cutter, whatever, right? So I really like to put lots of leverage on the villains because they really push the stories, you know. And I got to the new expansion. What's it called? Oh, I guess last expansion. Shadowbringers. Shadowbringers. Thank you. And finally met a villain who is a monk who I main. I love monks. And seeing him as my RP... This might be part of the reason why I hate this. That I that I was going to learn abilities through him. Through fighting him. Because he was such a strong monk. And I, I idealized through him. Seeing his moves while fighting him. A lot of the cool techniques I wanted to learn. And seeing in the cutscene with his fight against Thancred, And during my fight with him. That he summons a dragon. I'm like this is going to be a really cool move. And he. That fucking coward. that piece of shit turns into a scythe becomes a reaper and ruins my upcoming fight with him of going fist to fist man to man against him and learning some really awesome abilities and just having the best monk fight in the game and fucking cowards out and turns into a reaper just to spite me i know it was (laughs) you know in rp i was looking so forward to having my last fight against my master. And he changes, he changes, like he's a dual class, right? We could basically say. Like if this was d and I, I, really like the fight, but I hate the fact that he changed class. Wait, I,
1: who are you calling a coward? Him?
0: Yes, because he, he knew I want to fight him as a monk. I told him, I will fight you again. We will have this fight again. He knows this. <laughs>
1: say so Chris if you say so.
0: And he that of coward he... that coward bitched out because he knew he couldn't fight he couldn't face the might of my mighty fist. So he had to change classes. That coward wimp. I'm uh, that's it. That's I I like the fight in general, but the fact that I RP'd my master and that he just changed change class and and such
1: I I will say hmm. uh you're very close to the end of the game you're going to go to the final zone I don't want to say it, that what it is
0: it feels like it, it is because obviously you know is building up to three. oh I like three's final form I really like the angel form of him that looked really yeah. good I liked his story as to him basically being bred as this uh I guess merge between the two like human and what do you call it L- yes yes is basically being that. That was really awesome. <laughs> I like <Yep>. that. <laughs> um,
1: I like, this think... is
0: my favorite expansion. I think it's the best one. It's yep. the only expansion in this entire game that I felt the closest to my actual party. What do you call them? The um, the fake returners. Uh, the fuck's their team called? That Thankred's part of. Uh Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't I'm, even, I'm, anyway, the the, the, t- the party that you're with. This is the, sorry? Scions. Yes, the Scions. It's the first time I actually felt closest to them as a party. I still hate every single one of them. But it's the first time I actually felt them actually being a party. Because they're actually with you. They can actually join you in battles. They actually do fucking something. Whereas opposed to the other, fight, other fights, it seemed like that they were constantly causing things to happen. And I had to fix it all the time. Have you so, been
1: doing dungeons with them as trusts? I no. hope so. It was, no. It's a good I hate, feature. It's, I hate It's all a good of them. feature. It's a good. Okay, whether or not you like the NPCs or not, yeah. it's kind of irrelevant to the actual mechanical feature of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's you can do a dungeon with NPCs. I think that's fucking awesome.
0: It's a really good thing that they finally put in the game. If I could play with other players, I will, because I don't. I still absolutely despise every single one of them. Anyway. Uh, um, I'm getting to the end of the game. It really feels like it, it's the best one so far. They've just get, been getting slowly better. And I guess, you know, we'll see what the hype will be when uh, Endwalker comes out. So
1: so th- this is something I told you almost a couple years ago to the day. It's like I said, Chris, Endwalker is like one of the best Final Fantasy games I've played. I'm not, I'm not even considering an MMO when I say that, just from the single player story aspect. You mean Shadowbringer? Sorry, yes, Shadowbringers yeah. is the most amazing games I've played because of the story. And you're about to hit a major lore dump.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I saw the, oh, I guess it would be spoilers, but I think a lot of people have played it already. I, I, I won't really say it much, but uh, the talk between the uh, the Emperor and um, what's his name? Um, Sa- si- his son. Huh? Sorry? His son? His son? Is it his son? The one with the long white hair. Who is the samurai guy? with the Yeah. And then the other guy shows up. I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that's that, that's a little bit extra here. I can't wait to see what the next bit of story that comes out, out of this is. Because I think you know what part I'm talking about. The guy in the black armor who shows up and says, yada, yada. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't gotten there. But yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, well, this is. I see part of where this is going. I can't wait to see when more dump is dumped on me. So
1: considering you have to be like well, I think level seventy nine to do that yeah. all free fight you're talking about, and max level eighty. I don't need you don't need me to tell you you're basically yeah, at I'm
0: pretty 80. much there. I'm at level eighty. You know I'm just got to get through the little bit more. I'm about to go under the water to go talk to the guy who's been walking us through the whole story basically. So I'm getting there. I'm pretty much there. Before I hit, I believe it's the. In between story stuff like the well, bigger quotes on filler, but not really the filler stuff for till we get to the
1: expansion, I believe. But I'm almost um,
0: there for the end of the original Shadowbringer
1: story, right? So So how the patches work, and this is for all expansions, not just this one. Point one point two, point three, wrap up the story of the current mm. expansion. Point point four, point five, and then point five five. Uh, kind of like set up the, the next expansion.
0: Yeah, but I'm not quite there yet. I'm almost on the original story, right?
1: I will tell you, yes. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you patch one po- point one point two for Shadowbringers, not the greatest, point 0.3, holy fucking shit. One okay. Of the best <laughs> I can't it's, wait. It's, it's worth, the Point three is worth point 0.1 and point 0.2 being, in, by math. comparison, shit. Yeah, okay. By comparison, shit. It's, com- it's, it's completely worth it.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I uh, I can't wait to, to get there and see what happens. It's the best story so far. I can see why so many people when they got when they beat it were like, Yeah, this is the best like MMO story we've played. Like why so many people have jumped in. But yeah, I wanted to bring that up after we brought this up, like my disappointment in my RP of building up that fight and then
1: Let me <laughs> let me do the last few dungeons with you.
0: Okay, when I get the next one unlocked, I'll wait for you, okay? You have to, you
1: have to think about it.
0: Well, no, it's because when I play, it's the <laughs> middle of the night. So we'll see when we can actually get together and do it. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to work something out. But when I okay. unlock the next one, I'll wait around for a bit, and then we'll see what we can do. Uh, so We'll go on to the next story, because I assume there's nothing else to talk about with the delay of uh, Endwalker. Let's see. Um. This some of this news is old because it was a little slow for news, but that's fine because it's still news. Yakuza creator, let me sorry, where, I thought his name was on here. Give me one second. Director and producer Daisuke Sato and Toshihiro Nagoshi are leaving Sega. They're the ones who basically created the Yakuza series and have been working on it together since its inception. They're leaving Sega, unfortunately. Now, you haven't played Yakuza. No. no. They're really, really good games. I do say that you should try one of them. This, I do believe that when they leave, or since they've left, that the series will still be in good hands. It's being handed down to another guy who's done the directing of the series. I think he did... Four, I believe I heard we've also got the new guy or one of the guys who did Yakuza 7 and the whole team that did that which is like basically Dragon Quest in the Yakuza series so it's a completely different direction You know, you've got your writers who are apparently who do like real novels who aren't who are still part of the team so you know the writing for the main story should still be just as good I think that it's going to be Still in good hands. It just sucks that these two people will be leaving. Another thing, apparently like I think it was a week or two after that Toshihiro Negoshi announced that he had joined up with NetEase. He's now going to be working with them. That might not have been in the report I sent you because that was another smaller one. I... Uh, that happened another week after that. But yeah, those two gentlemen are leaving. I don't think that Daisuke Sato is joining him in uh, the, you know, being acquired by NetEase. But yeah, he's they are both they are both left, unfortunately. But I think the series will still be in good hands. We'll see when the next game comes out. I don't think that or hopefully, I don't think that, that Negoshi would leave if he thought the series would be in bad hands. Right? you think so. And I did want to also bring up, along with NetEase, getting Daisuke, or not Daisuke, sorry, Negoshi, they have also acquired Grasshopper Manufacture, who are the guys who make No More Heroes.
1: Okay. Huh.
0: Yeah, I thought No More Heroes did well, en- or 3, did well enough, but maybe just that the contract was done with, uh, with the last... People that were with, which was oh, I had it in my head here just a second ago. Crap. gung ho online. But maybe the contract just ran up and they left, or they don't say exactly why, but yeah, they've signed a contract with netties, so they'll be working with them too. That's interesting.
1: (laughs) I I don't like netties. Or I might think, no, I'm t- sorry. I'm thinking of something else, actually. NetEase, I've heard the name. I'm just not, t- I'm s- thinking of.
0: Net- You're thinking of Tencent, maybe, right? I'm thinking
1: of Tencent, yes. Yeah, you, because- you cut
0: out there for a quick second. I don't know what's been going on.
1: Oh, no, that's me. I I, I kind of cut myself off because oh, I need okay. to think sorry. for a second.
0: But yeah, you but- might be thinking, NetEase has been around for a while. I think they do mobile games. I want to say yeah. they've done some MMOs. Like, uh, I don't know which ones, but I've heard them around for a while. I can't off the top of my head see what they have done but it's interesting that they are getting a hold of these devs and people that people that uh, people in the business have liked or have interesting ideas for this set that they make so interesting to see I wonder what they'll come up with in the future hopefully this doesn't stifle their creativity I don't think it will but who knows <sighs> yeah anyway so Some... I,
1: I mean, yeah, there's no really way to know. I guess, as you said, we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, what else has come up that we could talk about?
1: So, hmm. um, that yeah, uh, I guess I'll bring up basically Vicar- vicarious, yeah, vicarious visions. Oh, yes. They they were like Blizzard already owned them. But they were still their own separate entity, like they were for all these years. And mm-hmm. now Blizzard said, "Fuck you guys! You're you're part of us now," which sucks because <laughs> there are some really, there's some really good games they made. Like they found they're they were made or founded back in ninety one, nineteen ninety one. They made games I played like uh, Spider-Man Two intro, Electro for like PlayStation One. Uh, Is that all with the really good swinging mechanics? I. God, it's been so long. I don't remember, but I want to say yes. Yeah, they made Tony Hawk's uh, Pro Skater Two, or am I thinking of something else? I want to say
0: at least one of the Tony Hawk games. Yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two, Jet Set Radio, Crash, Nitro Kart, Batman Begins.
1: Oh yeah, they made um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. I played through that. That That's a really good fucking remake. Yeah, they, they
0: re- yes, they did do that after being acquired by Activision.
1: Yeah, um, they played, they remade Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1, 2 remastered. They did They did Diablo 2 Resurrected, uh, well, not Remastered, just Resurrected. Mm. Now Blizzard said, okay, that's enough. Yeah. You guys are part of this now. Apparently,
0: not- it was just during, like, they are like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, the Halloween party. You guys get dressed up. We're going to do a quick meeting. And then they're like, you're being devoured by us. Well, yeah. in a really bad way of me saying it they basically were just told where you're being folded into the company. And it seems that some of the people who work there, which understandably were like, we wish we were told sooner instead of it being told to us in a very quick meeting, uh, you know, very casually, we're folding you in. That's, that sucks. Like even with everything going on with Activision Blizzard, the, and you know, with them saying that they're going to be more open uh, to their dads about what's going on in the company and for them just to b- basically blindside Vicarious with this inf- with this news, right? Like, they found out pretty much as soon as the mass media found out, almost, right? So, like, they're not exactly being open with the company. You'd think that, because they obviously knew this was going to happen sooner, you should tell mm-hmm. people sooner so they could adjust and... And such, right? Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, give me one sec. You could go on.
1: Yeah. So whenever, whenever I hear news about EA or Blizzard or something acquiring another company, I a tune that always comes to my mind is you know you you know U- Unicron's theme from Transformers. Doo-doo-doo, and that used to be like Newgrounds intro theme. i like, wait, that's
0: Unicron's like... intro. Then yeah. Newgrounds. I didn't. Know yeah.
1: That. You knew those Newgrounds were not Unicron, of course. On, I,
0: I don't remember. I, was... I don't remember a lot of the classic uh, Transformers, but I know Newgrounds because I like, went there all the time. I mean, I love. How did you not know Transformers,
1: Chris? Come on, <laughs> come <laughs> on, man, come
0: on! I did watch it, but I don't remember Unicron's intro, his theme music. When I was a kid, I didn't pay attention to people's music, so like I wouldn't, I would know the characters and that, but music wasn't. Even nowadays, I don't pay attention to music. And music's not a big thing for me. So when there's a certain music artist that I recognize, it's like, well, they must mean something to me because I actually recognize it. So, sorry. It's just that for me, music is kind of meh for most things. But yeah, I just know that.
1: (laughs) Basically, all I'm trying to say is like Unicron, consuming a smaller Transformer in this case.
0: So, So Blizzard is becoming is doing more of what EA is uh, known for. Yes. <laughs> yes, Just continuing the Unicronic arts.
1: <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, but yeah they, I...
0: they have been folded into the company. Apparently, if I believe effective immediately or pretty much immediately, I don't see a date on here, but I want to say that that is
1: immediately. And oh, Boys are the best possible time with this lawsuit going out to inquire a new Blizzard oh, employee. Oh,
0: boy. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm sure they're happy to be part of that family. Oh,
0: yeah. Especially with everything going on. You want to talk about some other kind of scumbaggery thing? Um, well,
1: do I have a choice? <laughs>
0: no, because I'm going to mention it anyway.
1: Oh, there uh, you go. Okay. So
0: apparently, you, you know how much you know Pokemon cards have been skyrocketing in price? Probably a lot due to you know the COVID situation in Apparently, a U.S. business owner spent about $57,000 of COVID relief money on a single Pokemon card. We're not told which card. I was expecting it to be Charizard. Charizard, yes. But considering how much Pokemon cards... I'm assuming this is a slabbed card as well. But considering how much Pokemon cards have increased in price over the last two years, especially in the collector's market, it could be damn near any card now. But as we've seen with Pokemon or Orioles going for obscene amounts of prices. But yeah, um, what that is like, sorry, (laughs) I, I, how could, how could this happen? Um, so apparently he had filed online for a, like, sorry. This has emerged due to a filing online of a federal prosecution which states that the individual in Georgia, uh, USA, applied for small business aid through the CARES Act, which is like the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Ep- Economic Security Act, uh, in July of 2020, claimed that the individual made false statements about the number of individuals in his companies employed and that his company's gross revenue in order to claim a fund of a roughly $85,000. In which he spent almost $60,000 of that on a single Pokemon card. Not, you know, to help keep his business afloat. And keep his employees that he apparently claimed he had. Uh, you know, to keep them paid. No, to spend it on Pokemon cards. And probably other stuff. But what a... F- Fucking piece of shit scumbag. I don't know if this is the first time this has happened, but I'm sure other companies have tried to falsify information. But we know of this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he is a piece of shit. Like I'm someone who had to get some COVID relief myself because I was out of work. So for someone to claim fifty-seven thousand dollars of this stuff and spend it on a fucking Pokemon card when there are people who legitimately need it to survive, yeah, it's fucking disgusting. I I hope he gets the fucking hammer the banhammer slammed down on, on him or the equivalent
0: yeah i don't know what the what will happen to him I, I don't know what the charges will be but i'm sure jail time will more likely be a thing and a huge fine i'm expecting but it doesn't say here this article does not go into that i do not see but either way this is fucking This is fucking gross.
1: I have two questions. Well, The the first one would have been, which card? We don't (laughs) know. The other two questions, number two number three, are, um, how did they find out? I think it was,
0: as they're going, I'm assuming that as someone's going through all the filings, they've seen something that doesn't match up with previous records of this guy's business and said, hold up, this doesn't make sense. I'm assuming is what is what had oh, occurred
1: i i i mean more specifically okay yes he got money that you shouldn't have but how do they know they got the pokemon card out of it that's specifically oh, like specifically cause that's something that's something he had he would have had to have said because no one else would have known right
0: mm-hmm. it depends if the covid i'm gonna again i don't know but We'll just say that if the COVID relief money is then is locked into his company and he's supposed to have records saying where this money is going, he would have to, you know, obviously pay, you know, have it saying, you know, this is, you know, for pay for my employees is for pay for whatever. Right. So if it's still locked, if it was still locked into his company, it would have to say $57,000 to blah, blah, blah for Pokemon card.
1: Well, he could have put it into his personal account. He, good luck.
0: He could have, but then again, again, then he's siphoning almost all that money that was supposed to go to employees and his company into his own personal bank, and people would still be then going, "What the fuck are you doing?"
1: Yeah, it, but like he's he's doing this regardless. Why not take the yeah, extra step? Yeah, you like know, when I I don't,
0: I don't know how we found out specifically a Pokemon card. Maybe he was dumb enough to say, "Look what look what I just bought on eBay." I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know how we found this specifically out about the Pokemon card. <laughs> it's a funny and very scumbaggery story. <laughs> very yeah. quick one there. What?
1: <laughs> and now I kind of forget the other question I was going to ask, but it's not important.
0: I don't I'm think thinking. it is. Um, We could go into actually a music composer, if we want to go back to my old thing of me not knowing music. Uh, a music composer from Atlas um, is actually leaving Atlas. The the gentleman who was making the music for the uh, Persona series has left Atlas. Let me get his name. Choji Meguro. Now, it sucks. If you've heard the music from Persona, especially like P5, Persona 5, it is really bloody stellar. <laughs> I really love the music in that game. It's probably one of the real big highlights of the game, as opposed, you know, alongside, you know, the the really cool uh, colors and art style of the game. And he's leaving. He's going freelance to work on some indie games and such. And no, this doesn't mean he won't be coming back to work on Persona. He has said whenever Atlas wants him to come back, he says he'll come back and work. Because he loves working with the team and wants to keep working with them. He just wants to have a little bit more freedom and to do some of these indie games and other uh, projects he's had his eye on. So um, I hope uh, whenever his uh, next projects come out, I'm sure that a lot of people will be keeping their eye on on those just to hear his music. He's a really good music composer, and I hope those uh, ventures fare out well for him. I can't wait for uh, to hear his music in P6 whenever that comes out. Not It hasn't been announced, but there's definitely going to be a P6.
1: <laughs> I never played the game, so I can't really say.
0: I think they're definitely worth checking out. Um, I think it's kind of like the Final Fantasy series. You can pretty much jump into any Persona game and uh, just pick it up from where they are and play them. If anything, go check out a, a, a YouTube video, like a quick uh, Let's Play or or anything like that to check out the gameplays and stuff. But they're really good. They are worth worth your time, I believe. And there's a lot in them. <laughs> I think P4 and P5 really changed the Persona series. For it being a spin-off, it's kind of taken off as being like the main, the main head of the uh, Shin Megami series.
1: That's funny when that happens.
0: It, it's very weird. <laughs> but it when you see it like smt is like kind of like the um not black sheep the more dire version of the uh, the more dire um we called um timeline and personas the more uh hopeful and colorful <laughs> version of it it's they're they're good I, I i think they're worth checking out if you ever have time you should uh You should check them out, but I don't know what platforms they're all out on. So that may be a slog to try and track them down. Anyway, (laughs) another story, if we have, no, we've got a few others. We've, I know we've got at least one more big one that has to do with square and some other big developers.
1: I, I kind of have a big one of my own, actually. Um, so remember the steam deck yes that cool
0: little kind of switch like uh computer that steam was working on
1: so the anticipated launch for the people who were first in line mm. was next month in december but now they pushed it back until february 2022 so only by two months but now everyone's kind of getting pushed back depending on where you were in the queue you're getting pushed back two months so mm. yeah that got delayed <clears throat> just um just, Just a heads up. <laughs> manufacturing shortage, as as most electronics these days. I think last week we we reported the same thing about Switch, where they're finally having to slow themselves down again. Mm. I think every company is facing this. Now Valve kind of like overcompensated. They thought they were going to be able to release it earlier than they should, and nope. So that's all. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a short news story, but it's kind of big too because there's a lot of... This thing got a lot of hype, honestly. It's,
0: it looks cool. <laughs> like, I was looking at going, I kind of want to get one, and then saw the price and said, I kind of don't want to get one because <laughs> it's expensive.
1: Yeah, it is. But it's, the, it's supposed to be like a portable PC, though,
0: right? Basically, yeah. But the, that's one of the things that was cool about him. Like, I could get a new laptop, or I could get a Steam Deck, <laughs> or I, I could lap- save my money. <laughs>
1: I mean, no, don't. I mean, for that same price, you don't want a five hundred dollar laptop. That'd be a pretty shit laptop. To no,
0: honest. no, but I, I wasn't looking at the low end. I wanted to get the highest end scene deck. <laughs> so,
1: I think the highest end is like. I thought like it was. I
0: thought it was almost like eleven hundred Canadian.
1: Is it? I'm not. I you could, could be wrong. Around.
0: Maybe You're... I'm. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, let's... I know there's like three different versions of it. I do remember that. Yeah, I thought
0: the highest one was something like eleven or twelve hundred, maybe around a grand.
1: I can't remember. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it costs that much. I can find out really quickly here. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, but
0: delays oh. a delay.
1: Okay, so this is Canadian dollars specifically. So the low end is the five hundred dollar version, and the high end is the eight hundred nineteen dollar version. There's a also a six hundred sixty dollar mm. version. All right. But... So not
0: quite as high as I thought, but still like ra- getting close to a grand after you put in like a uh, tax and such.
1: Yeah,
0: so, yeah, it's it's still still a nice hunk of change to have to part with. I could get my new, I could get a new leather jacket with that instead of spending it on weights, like I did this year.
1: You don't need a, you don't need a new jacket. You you already have your Michael Jackson one, right?
0: I was gonna get a new Akira <laughs> jacket, a good quality one, not the cheap one I got.
1: I get not, your Michael Jackson one is fine.
0: It's not a Michael Jackson jacket, you know that. <laughs> But yeah, instead of buying that this year, I actually bought weights. So, (laughs) which the jacket would have been cheaper than the weights.
1: And then another quick bit of news is YouTube removed the dislike counter. Apparently, so now as a uploader, you can still yeah, you can still see the dislike. But yeah, like you can only if you're like just anyone else, you can see how many people up like thumbs up it, but not thumbs down so you can still oh, thumbs wait, down when did they it, do this today i believe
0: okay because i was on youtube like i was gonna say last night and i didn't see that really
1: wow. i mean i'll open youtube really quickly here and just click on the first video that, pops that up. that is
0: like. like new like
1: <laughs> uh oh no so yeah i can still see the dislikes right now so you're right um i got this from kotaku maybe I it's thought...
0: maybe it's something coming up in the future or maybe it's only in certain regions right now i wonder
1: yeah I think that's the case because they said they were beta testing or it was teased back in March, but today YouTube made it official. The platform will be removing the dislike counter, okay, so they will be removing it today was the announcement. so hmm. that's my fault. I thought that uh, is awful I mean no, like the I'm not sure if you understand, Chris, but like the thumbs down will still be there. all that's going away is the number. You still, can't see the thumbs down number, but the dislike is still there though
0: still let's. Like I I understand getting rid of it. I think it's still dumb to get rid of it. It's kind of like you know knowing whether or not uh, how many people like and dislike the game on Steam, right? <laughs> you, having those numbers, even if you even if some people don't like looking at them, still means something to people, <laughs> right? So like if you let's say you open up a YouTube video or whatever and you see so many dislikes, you go, uh oh. So what happened with this news story or what this person talked about? Right? Did they miss? Was there misinformation here? Is this, is what they said actually a really bad thing they shouldn't have said? You know, it, it, it means something, right? Metrics mean something. Numbers mean something to people, anyone.
1: <laughs> well, the number still exists. It's yeah. just only the, only the creator can see it. But yeah, like, I think the, the point they were making that they decided was they didn't want them, like, not hate raids, but you know what I mean? Like, like, a, like a hate train of videos, like, oh, this person uploaded a video. just so like automatically dislike it that's that's the main reason they cited but whether or not you agree with that that's mm. that's kind of like don't shoot me i'm, I'm yeah just yeah i know i know I, like, un- I
0: i understand their reason it's it's something that they i guess can't create a bot to algorithm uh to be able to uh figure out how to figure out that you know the same group of people are mass disliking a certain person's videos right you know they can't figure out how to make a to do that <laughs>
1: yeah they're too lazy anyways did you want to bring something up I do have another piece of news but I'll let you I'll
0: I'll bring up one here Um, NFTs again (laughs) yeah Um, so there's lots of NFTs are obviously becoming a big thing and blockchain technology in general is even if it's slowly burning down you know the atmosphere and the planet Because it takes like a lot of computing power to create like to do stuff on the blockchain, it's one of the reasons why lots of people are against it. Um, There's lots of big AAA companies that are looking into blockchain technology. You know, what ones that have already said that they are looking into it, like Ubisoft, EA, Sega, Zynga. Square has announced that they will be embracing blockchain and NFTs as well. They've done a test with this already with a. Which company was it? If I could just find it here. They did a collaboration with Double Jump Tokyo to make a series of digital assets as NFTs for its Million Arthur franchise. And apparently that little test was really successful for them that they've said they're going to be looking into going even harder like to, to bring this out into more franchises in the future for NFTs and blockchain stuff. So Square's already seen this as a success enough for them to go a little bit harder into it. So I don't know what the other companies are looking into it for, but Square definitely for selling uh, digital assets or dis- digital uh, collectors, pictures and stuff like that. I've also, as a quick side, the Power Rangers Lightning Collection Toys. I heard about this. I don't have the news story up for it. I actually forgot to look it up. Look it up apparently they're doing a pre-order essentially for a bitcoin not bitcoin sorry an nft coin for their new um i believe it was the dinosaur toy Hmm. i think it costs something like 200 something dollars but it's basically used as a pre-order you get like a digital art thing something else with it through with this coin but i either you use it as an authenticator to be able to put in your pre-order for the toy when it comes out, or you have to trade in the NFT to be able to get your pre-order for the toy. I don't know which way it works around. They weren't exactly from the news article I quickly seen. They weren't exactly sure of what is happening when, when, so, sorry. So look it up when you can, I'll try and find it so I can drop into our discord here um later on, if you're interested, but it's interesting that like, I think it's Namco Bandai. I believe they're the ones that own the Power Rangers license. That I think they're so. that they're looking into doing NFTs in a weird way, where they're attaching it to physical products instead of just selling a digital picture or 3D image or whatever else. Right? That they're attaching it to toys and they're they're bringing it into the seemingly successful uh, Power Rangers Lightning Collection, which I was actually looking into buying myself. But then got into the Dragon Ball collection instead. <laughs> so, but yeah, interesting that, uh, you know, the different ways different companies are trying to work NFTs and blockchain tech into up and coming products and such. Yeah, it uh, doesn't seem like NFTs will be disappearing anytime soon. I think they'll be in, around for a while. And I'm sure there'll be more news for it. Like, I believe Tops is working on NFT stuff, but they haven't already started like nft like sports cards but yeah i kind of want to bring that up like square is one of the big devs now looking into or not looking into going kind of you know foot in <laughs> you know slowly working their way in there
1: yeah yeah i i kind of read this article i'm still from last week still confused about well, exactly uh, exactly and that nft is so what do you say this is a good or bad thing chris uh, probably bad. Effectively,
0: uh, effectively uses blockchain to create, to digitally stamp items so that you can use blockchain technology to track where a thing is and authenticate that it is this thing, right? Kind of like, you know, if I had, you know, we'll see my poster back here. If we'll stamped by the creator saying, you know, this is an official thing. That's effectively what the blockchain tech would do to a digital item. There's more to it than that. I won't go too much more in, but that's effectively what's going on here. Um, but the problem is, is that it uses blockchains. So you need a lot of computing power to mint these. And because of that, it uses up more power in general, and that causes more heat in yada yada, which is helping to ruin the ozone layer and greenhouse gases and all that other stuff. Sorry, I don't have 100% information of, to what's going on, but it is bad for the environment that these things are being created on mass now because and we don't have a solution to be able to do this any other way or a, a better way kind of like when with the Bitcoin explosion, how tons of companies, uh, were buying up video cards and computers to make bitcoin mining warehouses and that was just causing a huge issue with power and and such the same thing's happening with these with uh nfts and mining this stuff it's overall bad for the environment and the planet so so if you care about the planet and the environment you probably shouldn't be caring about blockchain tech i think in terms of technology this is very fascinating but i don't i don't like it for what it's doing to the planet
1: yeah sounds pretty shitty
0: yes there's probably more to it that i'm missing but look at do your research like look into it hard because it's there's a lot more to it than that i think that i'm missing i think i just touched on the base of it (laughs)
1: Well, moving on, uh, really quick, I'm not sure how much you care about this, Chris, but the ga- the video game Jump Force, apparently that's going to be... I did see this briefly. Delis- ...delisted in February, and then the servers will go down sometime, like six months after that.
0: Now, this in is August- the newest one, right? Yeah. It's the one that actually, had, like, Yugi and...
1: Yes, it came out, like, three years ago, so it's, it's still... It's not, it's not new, but it's not an old game either, so it's kind of weird that they're doing that. that that's all I was going to say, because I, yeah. I know you're kind of into that game. So
0: Yeah, I didn't buy it, but I am into like the Jump Force or like the Shonen Jump types of games, like the big collab games, because it's got tons of Shonen characters I love. So uh, it's yeah, weird that I'll... they are shutting it down. I wonder if maybe they're, they're going to be bringing out a new one, but why shut it down before the new one's announced or even out? I don't know. Because normally you would keep it up, so...
1: I'll link you the, the story here so you can check it out after the stream. And yeah, get
0: somebody... uh, that's weird that they're already shutting it down. I mean, I don't know when the last DLC came out for it. I know it had a really rocky launch with like bad frame rates and such. I was told that they've got better. Um, it That is weird that they're shutting it down without having an announcement of another like Shonen Jump game coming out. Like you think mm-hmm. at least there would be that maybe that's still to come because this news was fairly, like it was pretty much like the last couple of days right that this came out this news.
1: Uh today actually. Oh, today,
0: okay, yeah, Good I think. seen it briefly, like probably like early this morning or something before I went to bed, but yeah, it's, it sucks. Like it wasn't that old, and they're shutting down the servers, so you won't be able to play do the co op online stuff or whatever it was. I don't know if it was co-op or if it was uh, PvP. I don't remember. I didn't. I didn't really buy it, so. I wasn't, well, you still have a
1: chance. I
0: mean, I could always buy it and play the single singleplex. That's what I'll be doing, but.
1: But you won't be able to buy it at all after February.
0: Oh shit! Yes, but. Yeah, I guess if I'm going to buy it, I either hope that I get a physical copy or I should just go buy it now because it's going to yes. be delisted from digital sales. We have four months, so four months is a lot. It's enough for uh, there to be a a price drop during uh, Black Friday, (laughs) if there hasn't already been one.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to kind of speed through these last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are very quick. uh, Surprise release yesterday. Um, You know how there's supposed to be upcoming a Borderlands game based off like Dungeons and Dragons Tiny Tina's version of it. Oh, really? So, yeah. Well, this isn't like new news. (laughs) <laughs> I I did, but I,
0: I didn't know that there was going to be so, like another thing. So,
1: oh well, the first thing was originally a DLC for Borderlands Two, mm-hmm. and yesterday, as a, as a surprise release, they made this DLC a standalone game. Wait, and really? Yes, it came out yesterday to the surprise of everyone. It's for all major platforms, but right now, up up for it was up for a week, or it's going to be up for a week. So six days from the time of this recording. You can actually get for free off of the Epic Game Store. It's one of the free games. Is it,
0: is it because they're gonna be adding more and this is the get because oh. this
1: was already released before? No. It, it's because new games coming out, which is kind of based off of this DLC. Okay, so they made I get a you know. standalone game, but it doesn't have any new content. No. Just like, okay. So if you already own the DLC for Borderlands 2, you basically already own this. This is just for I don't know. Like looking through the achievements, there's one that's called "Capped Out for Now," which is generally the level cap, but it says "Reach Level 35." Okay. It has the it has the characters from Borderlands 2 in it, so make it that what you will. Hmm. Um, you probably don't need to purchase it if you already have it.
0: So. Yeah, unless if they're, for some reason going to tie that going to link that directly to the new one, like like they're going to use that launcher as the launch for the new version. I doubt it. But I, I doubt, doubt it. it that's what i was th- thinking they're gonna do but we'll see in the future but i'm sure that's not it uh it is interesting so i guess if you've never played it you get it for free and play it through it before it's gone or before it's yeah. they haven't said what the price of it will be after the free well
1: uh so for our for our currency it's going to be 14 bucks like you can buy okay. it right now on every console for 14 dollars
0: okay i guess that's I don't know for a DLC though, that's old. That's I don't know for It's a really old.
1: good fucking DLC though, to be fair.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> uh going on. New Devil May Cry Uh Animated Series is coming out. Hooray! Yeah. So uh, Netflix, I believe.
1: I was gonna say this is not the same people who made the Castlevania one, but I'm assuming even though it's not the same people are they're, they're still gonna Take the lessons learned and kind of hopefully, apply it here. Hopefully. Hopefully they don't take the
0: lessons from the first one and continue that. Because the first uh Devil May Cry anime was fucking dog shit. And you I don't want the one. yeah, it's better that way. <laughs> don't don't watch it. Okay. Fair. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, no, just 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 pretend the last one didn't exist, and if you didn't know about it, it didn't exist. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so, new D- new DMC, animated. So hopefully oh, this
1: isn't based off the reboots. It's based off the original.
0: The image that I know in the article shows, it shows like the new characters. Oh, no. Although that is an image from the special edition DMC5. So.
1: Oh, well, if it's DMC5. That, 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 that's what
0: I mean, new one. Sure. That's what I mean, uh, DMC5. Okay. Is what no, I mean. when I say
1: new one, I mean like the reboots.
0: No, you mean, uh, Devil D- okay, yeah, DMC. DMC. Yeah. No, I believe yeah. this is actually based on the Devil May Cry portion of it, the one that people really, oh. really liked. So
1: thank Fuck. Thank fuck.
0: But yeah, that's supposed to be coming out and supposed to be starting production next year. So that'll be something to look forward to. Uh what was the other ones? Oh, um, I don't know if we knew if it was on coming out on Netflix or What exact date? But Netflix is going to debut the first 12 episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventures Part 6 Star Star Ocean. Yes,
1: I cannot wait for this. Stone
0: Ocean, not Star Ocean.
1: I I had no idea it was was going to be a Netflix (laughs) thing.
0: On December
1: the 1st this year. Yeah, that's not too far away.
0: Yeah. Oh, speaking of Star Ocean, new Star Ocean game coming out. They've, they released the trailer a while ago. The, this is the first time... Sorry, to get off uh, JoJo. Well, I'll jump back to it quickly. I like Star Ocean. This is the first Star Ocean game in which the main character doesn't look like a like 16-year-old anime boy. He looks older, and he's big and buff and muscular, and he looks cool, and it's actually going full-on action RPG, open-world-ish. It looks really good. So I'm excited. Anyway... For those who don't, who didn't know, there was a new Star Ocean game coming out. New one coming out, yes. Anyway, new JoJo.
1: You know JoJo's called Stone Ocean, though, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, did. I corrected myself. Okay. So I accidentally okay. said Star Ocean, and then corrected myself to Stone Ocean. I did, I, I did. But Jolene, uh, is the new JoJo lead. Um, looks good. The last trailer I seen, she did her uh, aura or aura, auras, and it looks good. She's definitely Jojo's daughter in that sense. I can't wait. This is. We we have been waiting for the continuation of JoJo. I think a lot of people have been. Uh to for it to continue. I've heard Stone Ocean is really awesome for people who've read the manga. So it's uh very hype. (laughs) All the hype. All the hype. And actually for I think this will be pretty much unless we have to anything else. I think we've got like two quick little bits of news. And I think that's the last bit for like live action stuff that Netflix. is doing. Yeah,
1: that's, that's it for me.
0: Okay. Um, remember how there was like kind of like a leaked script for the one piece. Uh, first episode we talked about like a few weeks yes. ago, yes. apparently that is actually going to be going through. They've shown off who the cast is going to be now i have no idea who these people are they're not in outfits or anything but just them showing up the cast is like yep, yeah, it's definitely confirmed they'll be, they'll be doing a live action show like more yeah. confirmed than before because a script could always just mean this still may not come out but yeah uh cast has been shown for the for the main uh pirate crew i don't have much to say about what about their looks because they're not in outfits And they can always look way different in in action and such. So I just wanted to say that. And apparently Netflix is doing a live-action Yu Yu Hakusho series set to come out December of 2023.
1: I I know the series. I just never seen it. So I can't really comment.
0: I think that this could be done better than a one-piece series. Just because Yu Yu Hakusho is slightly more grounded in our timeline as opposed to One Piece, which is pirates on the open water with, you know, stretchy arms and people who can rip their bodies apart and things like that. Like, there's more fantastical powers in One Piece. Whereas in Yu Yu Hakusho, the main character, can. it's like Dragon Ball. He can create, he points his hand like this, like a finger gun, and fires an energy bullet at people. That's slightly more see- grounded.
1: Did you just say Set. fabulous secret powers?
0: Were Revealed to me.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was hoping you get so that that's just the original He-Man reference. But I, I mean. think
0: I if I said fabulous, I think I meant to say fantastic. No,
1: you did say fantastical. <laughs> okay. I was just testing your. I was just testing and seeing if I could trick you with the reference.
0: <laughs> but yes, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. I think it's uh, worth checking out. Yu, Yu Haiku Show. It's a good, a good show, a good older uh, shonen anime worth worth your uh worth your watch if you'd like well, maybe, maybe
1: we'll watch it together at some point
0: maybe we will maybe we will millhouse maybe we will
1: <laughs> up and atom
0: open <laughs> <and> at them open at them wolf castle yep. all right yeah that's, that's... i i think that's it for us today
1: oh. well there's something did you mention uh Oh, no! I think you mentioned the netties. Yeah, sorry, you mentioned that already. Okay. Never mind. Yes,
0: we did. The uh, little stories of, about net ease. We did talk about that. But yeah, yeah, I think that was pretty much it. A lot of small stories today. We kind of went on big tangents about uh, the WoW thing, because I had no idea that that was even a thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, I think that's it. Uh, we're all done today. You can check me out on Twitch whenever I can. Like, Sometimes two or three times a week Uh, at Prince of the Scorn Kaboom Uh, on YouTube at Mr. Prince Kaboom. I'm slowly uploading stuff on there. If you watch, you watch. If not, that's cool. I'm also on Twitter. Yes. Twitter at C shebang, that's C S C H A B A N G. And you Sean, where can they find you? And do you have any plans coming up for streams?
1: Mm. Yeah, so Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, all the same. Zorb underscore Zex. Um, so on Twitch, I used to have a consistent schedule until this new job I got started. Uh, as I said at the start of the stream, I feel really exhausted. So my stream schedule has been pretty shit the last week and a half, let's say. Hopefully that will change now because I'm I'm I, today is actually the first day I feel good, surprisingly. So yeah, hopefully this weekend, uh, as I said at the start, we'll do some River City Girls again on, on the weekend. That'll be really fun. Um, aside from that, yeah, I post on Twitter. I try to at least once a day. I haven't really been fulfilling that quota, but hopefully that'll change soon. And then yeah, on YouTube, I haven't really done much of that yet, but just like you, I'm going to hopefully, when I, once, I have, once I have a little more free time, I'll start doing stuff in there.
0: Yeah. I guess well, I forgot to say like what I'll be playing if i ever get a chance to get on is uh dread. i want to see if i can even get that done before pokemon cuz i'm what being... <sighs> in a couple of weeks. <laughs> i don't think i'll get dread done by
1: then. You should, you should be able to dread's like a 6 hour game apparently.
0: yeah but i, I i'm i'm shit at it. <laughs> okay
1: so double the playtime. It's, it's still only half a day.
0: yeah well, we'll see. We'll see how far I get. I want to try to get done because when the new Pokemon comes out, I actually want to try a uh, Nuzlocke. I want to do that on stream. So, it'll be my first Nuzlocke I'll do. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'll be doing Dread whenever I can. Usually, what day is it today?
1: Third uh, Wednesday.
0: So, Sunday, Thursdays, Sunday, Tuesdays, and Wednesday Nights? To Yes, yeah, so we'll say nights, because I usually start at, like, bloody one or two at night on those.
1: Which time zone is that for everyone?
0: Uh, General Mountain time, I think. Mountain? Is that what it's called? Alberta time.
1: Yeah, so basically that would be, so you said one in the morning?
0: One to two in the morning. So um, that
1: would be, let's we'll, we'll stick with one in the morning. So that would be uh, what, 3 a.m. EST, and I think midnight PST?
0: I think so, I, I'm not good with time zones. I'm pretty I hate sure time zones.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's the case. Generally, people use use EST for East Coast and then uh, PST for West Coast. Mm. So okay. I have to kind of do that for everyone.
0: Yeah, I get you. But yeah, I'll be trying to do Drain. Anyway, I think that's it for everyone. For us, thank you guys for listening, watching, however you do. Uh, I guess, goodbye.
1: See you next time.